The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. At that time, Jesus, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow us. Jesus replied, Do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Anyone who gives a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, amen, I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. The Gospel of the Lord. Friendship is one of the most precious gifts God has given to us as humans. One of the most sacred friendships he made into a sacrament called marriage. But if we investigate the other sacraments through the prism of friendship, we find a multi-dimensional love story between God and man. The sacraments bind us together in a way that simply doesn't exist anywhere else on the planet. Never take for granted that our Lord has wished to bestow on us his love, which is fruitful and eternal, and all he asks of us is fidelity. As we go through the readings today inside this most sacred liturgy, let us ask the Holy Spirit to experience being at the foot of the cross with our greatest friend. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two to be thrown into Gehenna where their worm does not die and fire is not quenched. Anyone who gives a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, amen, I say to you, will not surely lose his reward. Jesus doesn't want anyone to be lost into the hands of the enemy. As a good friend, he warns us of pending dangers. The greatest danger in this world is not to make it to heaven. He himself left the blessed trinity to rebuild humans after the fall of Adam and Eve. The greatest disappointment in this life will be not helping another to get there. 
so our heart can be easily led astray and needs to be aligned and brought back into God's ways of thinking. For us, that means searching for and maintaining purity of intention. Why am I doing this? Is there a little too much of me inside this project? Am I perhaps getting in God's way? Is my human mess showing up more than God's humble spirit? I was thinking the other day about something that maybe relates. It's true. We are not indispensable. But it's equally true that we are irreplaceable. No one can take your place. In this sense, you are uniquely made by God. There is just no one else like you. Therefore, there is no one like this other person that I am struggling with. God is there. We just need to take off our pride and see through the prism of faith. And no one's exempt from this. Nobody, least of all me. In the second reading, we heard, the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. In the second reading, we are presented with an opportunity to be like our friend Jesus, who hears the cry of the poor. Around us, we see so many injustices that exist. We see poverty, we see homelessness, harshness, and violence, to name but a few. Jesus has tremendous confidence in us even when we don't have confidence in ourselves. Just as the readings describe untold damage, we are capable of doing so much good to combat the evil forces by doing good. The prayer to St. Michael the Archangel that we pray after Mass is such a powerful prayer. So when we do it later... We'll do it slowly so we can really let it sink in what we're praying. From the first readings, are you jealous for my sake? Would that all the people of the Lord were prophets. Would that the Lord might bestow his spirit on all of them. We hear in this reading that God will bestow on us exactly what we need and with perfect timing. This one's a hard one to explain, but probably many of you have experienced it firsthand, even maybe walking into church today. We travel through life with so many things happening to us that are unexpected, and we wonder if we can handle them. So, looking back over these moments can be a very important exercise because we clearly see God's hand. Could we spend some time with the Lord today going through our lives and remembering just how close He is?
taking some of the spirit that was on Moses, the Lord bestowed it on the 70 elders. And as the spirit came to rest on them, they prophesied. A story about Chuck. Recently, I watched a documentary called 9-11, Day, One Day in America. Extremely well done. Went through one of the most horrific days in this, our country's history. Towards the end of the documentary, at approximately 9 p.m. on that day, a man decided to go downtown. He had no right to be there. But he was standing by the rubble of the Twin Towers. He was a paramedic, but had left that job a year before 9-11 due to depression, drinking, and just sleeping through the day. That day he received a call from his estranged sister asking him if he was down there. Not knowing why, other than he didn't want to tell her that he wasn't, he went down. He had no intention of doing anything. He couldn't. But he heard a voice of a Marine asking him to help him. Save someone. That person was 50 feet below in a hole, surrounded by fire, trapped under a metal beam. If you remember, many of you won't. You young, the young ones won't. This was 20 years ago now. It all happened around 9 a.m. Chuck said to himself, I can't. I'm not climbing up on the rubble. I am not going into that hole, and I am not going to save that person. But he found himself doing all these things, and he brought out one of the last persons that day to be saved. Only 18 people were saved that day from the rubble. While being interviewed 20 years later, Chuck said, It wasn't me. I don't deserve any credit. This story and so many of the others in that documentary followed were gut-wrenching. But the most significant sign of what God can do with us when we just show up. Perhaps this week or today, we can look back over last week through the prism of faith. When did I just show up? Not having anything to give, empty, tired, exhausted, frustrated, and annoyed, and I just showed up. Maybe imagine yourself living 2,000 years ago with Jesus and ask yourself, would I have done anything differently this last week had I been walking beside Jesus? And as I've said a million times, so this is a million and one, spend time with Jesus. Spend.
spend time with Jesus this week. Just come in. And if the doors are locked, track me down and tell me, open up those doors. I want to be in. And if I'm not around, don't think that Jesus doesn't see you outside. With prayer and thanksgiving, we now make our petitions known to God the Father. For the shepherds of the church, for the Pope, bishops, and priests, that their faith-filled teachings and preaching will lead all God's people into one sheepfold of grace. We pray to the Lord. For an end to religious persecution and terrorism, we pray to the Lord. For our parish to be ever more devoted to Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, we pray to the Lord. That Christian families will be strengthened to face every challenge and difficulty and to grow in holiness. We pray to the Lord. For all the poor, the suffering, and the lonely. For all who do not know the love of Jesus. And for those who have died. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For the grace to courageously uproot sin in our lives by turning to the Lord. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Today's Mass is being offered for Juliana Fraticelli. For those who are sick or infirm, and for their caregivers, that God, in his mercy, will draw close to them and raise them up. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the repose of the souls of all the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Eternal rest grant unto them. And let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Receive God rest and peace. Loving Father, let the peace of heaven that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and minds through Christ our Lord. And now we join our prayers to those of the Blessed Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the 